From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan and this is your Midday News Fix for Wednesday the 2nd of March. In this update, protesters are speedily abandoning their occupation outside Parliament. Police from around the country have moved in on the site, arresting about 60 people and towing away trucks, vans and camper vans. Police say protesters used a tripwire, paint-filled projectiles, homemade plywood shields, pitchforks and a fire extinguisher as weapons, injuring at least three officers. Reporter Jack Crossland says some protesters are continuing their standoff, but many others have disappeared. The grass itself is still covered from side to side in tents, but hardly any people. I'd say there's a lot of people that have probably ditched these tents and have gone home by now just with the amount of violence and aggression that went on this morning. Oranga Tamariki has been called in to ensure the welfare of children at the protest. Nearly 150 children across the world have been safeguarded after a New Zealand-led international investigation into child sexual abuse material. Our Department of Internal Affairs identified more than 90,000 online accounts possessing or trading the material. 46 arrests have been made here. International Internal Affairs Tim Houston says the material uncovered is horrific and extreme. It depicts the youngest members of our communities being subjected to degrading and sadistic acts. Real world children have had to have been victimised and the worst moments of their lives captured and shared online. An epidemiologist says it's time to integrate boosters into COVID vaccine passes. Daily infections yesterday came close to 20,000. Auckland University's Rod Jackson says we must incentivise eligible people to get their third shot to protect themselves during a messy few months. If you're boosted, you've got a much lower risk of getting infected. And that's what we're trying to do at the moment. We're trying to slow down the rate of infection as much as possible. Videos verified by CNN show Russian explosives have hit an apartment in Kharkiv in Ukraine. Other strikes have hit a Holocaust memorial in Kyiv and its TV tower. The UN estimates more than 600,000 people have fled Ukraine. The BBC's Clive Myri is in a bunker in Kyiv. He says a 64-kilometre-long Russian convoy is approaching the city from Belarus. The fear is that that column is going to, at some point, get closer to the city and then begin encircling it. In New Zealand, Energy and Associate Finance Minister Megan Woods says we are responding in multiple ways. Last night, between the hours of 2 and 4am, I was on a call with international counterparts of energy ministers at the International Energy Agency around how we can take collective um, action as a group of nations. New Zealand has put up $2 million for humanitarian aid to Ukraine and taking financial measures. Record high demand for Phase 2 of the government's one-off 2021 resident visa. At last update, more than 8,000 people have applied online, with almost 8,600 more still being completed. To sport, Black Caps coach Gary Stead insists their defence of the World Test Championship remains salvageable despite two drawn series at home this summer. Stead says there's still a long way to go. Russian and Belarusian tennis players will be allowed to continue competing under a neutral flag, but both countries have been barred from the Davis Cup and Billie Jean King Cup. Eight Tokyo Olympians have withdrawn from selection consideration for the 2022 national hockey squads due to sabbaticals or injuries. I'm Malcolm Jordan and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the Newstalk ZB newsroom. For more news, listen to News